Welcome everyone to the It's in a Woman's World podcast. I am your co-host Tara Summer and I am joined by... Hi everyone, my name is Gabrielle Reese. I'm the founder of Women Who Influence. And today we are talking to Denise Brandy. Brady. How do you pronounce the, your last name? Brady. Brady. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Miss Brady regarding her journey as an entrepreneur. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yes. Hi. Okay. So my name is Denise Brady. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I am the CEO and founder of Liquid Era PR Branding Agency. Um, and I also am a content creator. Oh, wonderful. That's amazing. So, um, Denise, you've been doing PR, marketing, branding, all of that for about six, almost seven years now. Tell us about your journey with that. What made you start your business, Liquid Era Agency? Yeah, so I first got my degree in PR at the Florida A&M University, um, FAMU, and uh, there at college actually is where I came up with Liquid Arrow, but I didn't know that it was going to be a uh, my own agency. I just was like, I like the name because I just like being out of the box. I don't like to just stick to one thing. I've always been multifaceted, mm-hmm. so... I ended up doing a media sales institute at Howard for like a week um, there. They had a program. And while I was there, it was cool. They were doing sales, but I ended up wanting to do more within the entertainment industry. And so while I was at FAMU, I ended up doing like a, a internship at Slip and Slide Records and on campus. And then they went ahead and wanted to continue and do the internship there at Slip and Slide in Miami. Mm-hmm. So when I graduated, I went straight to Miami and worked in in-house and I interned for about a year and then I started working. And from there, I just went on till couldn't do it anymore. And then I ended up freelancing for a little bit and then I ended doing, um, doing contracted work for a boutique agency, marketing agency, where I did have more experience with clients outside of the entertainment, more into like tech or finances and those things. And then I started to do my own uh, work into more freelancing and then that came up with doing look at our agency and just making it a whole big thing now. Okay. Um, so tell us what it's like being a solopreneur. What, what are some of the advantages and disadvantages? Woo. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so, so as a solopreneur, obviously the advantages is that, um, I'm on my own time. Mm -hmm. So nobody is telling me what to do. No one is forcing me to do anything that I don't want to do or come the shots. I am. But that also is a disadvantage because that comes with having discipline um, on top of that. And also, I'm doing everything on my own until, like, obviously, I'm able to uh, be prepared to pay more and do, like, with employees and those type of things. But Mm -hmm. for now, it's me connecting with other people and networking and having people that I can contract out to do certain things, like graphic design, those things. Um, I am 
the boss of everything so everything is left up to me if i make a mistake i have to own up to it um everything on that so it's more so it's it's pros and cons obviously on taxes lord (laughs) having to pay having to pay my own taxes um and yeah just keeping up up bookkeeping by myself like it's a lot honestly right yeah that's yeah that sounds like a so tell us about how you decided to start your agency what steps did you take in coming up with the name the name is pretty unique and i like it so (laughs) thank you as an entrepreneur finding our niche finding our name really leads into us finding our passion and why we want to be in certain space can you just tell us why you want to be in this space and how you came up with the name yeah so um before liquid era like i said i made it i came up with the name in uh college and i think i had like i was in a library and i think i had like this like bowl or whatever and it was like a water or a water bottle and i was just like man i was like this like liquid or whatever i wanted something out of the box i didn't know what it was and so i was like man i'm gonna do liquid era and I was telling my old roommate at the time, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to name it Liquid, Liquid Era. Whatever I come up with, it's going to be Liquid Era because I want it to be out of the box. Um, fluids, like liquid, it doesn't form to just one thing. It could form to different shapes, all this type mm-hmm. of thing. So that's why I came up with it. And then um, later on down the line, obviously, with the agency. Honestly, when I was freelancing, when I was doing the contract work with the at the boutique agency that I was at, I kept seeing the angel numbers like five, 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 two, 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 um, those type of things. And I don't know if y'all are into like spirituality or like holistic things, but I'm really big on like intuition and like things coming up for a reason, all those type of things. So, um, I looked it up. I'm like, why well, I keep seeing the number five, five, five. I'm on Twitter. I'm seeing five, five, five likes, all these different things. And I looked it up and it said new beginnings. And while I was at the agency, even though like I'm doing contracted work, it ended up being me doing stuff more full time. So I couldn't really focus on gaining my own clientele because I'm doing all this for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And um, I I remember I went on my trip for my friend's birthday to Mexico and um, just experiencing a new environment and stuff. And I was just like, man. It just came to me. I'm like, I think it's time for me to like go on my own. And <laughs> I I started like any any other job that I would apply to, it really would not go through. Like the connections that I have that you would usually somebody who usually would have the connections that I have, they would already have a job already working in mm-hmm. New York or LA. But for some reason, like even if I would go through that connection, it would fall through. Right. Nothing mm-hmm. would come through with that. So but then when I would reach out and have like my own clientele, people would come to me and be like, oh, you do um, marketing, you do PR. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, but I don't really have everything set, like my agency or whatever. I'm just doing a freelance. They're like, oh, well, we need help with so-and-so. And I would be giving free advice, free game to people. And I'm like, I should get paid for this. Mm-hmm. So I... Um, so I start, I just was like, All right, I'm about to really make this legit. So I invested in the LLC, uh, the name. And ac- actually, the name is under Liquid Arrow is under the D Brady LLC because I have other plans for stuff underneath my name. Mm-hmm. But um, I put Liquid Arrow Agency under that 
And then I started to um, put together my own website. And although I don't do graphic design and all type of stuff, I know how to do it. I just don't like to do it for other people. <laughs> like, um, but I just did my website and then I was like, I hit up my homeboy and I'm like, I need these pictures done. Um, putting my own brand together and what I wanted to be and to reflect off of who I am. Um, and what I already preached about, about being authentic and being a really the underdog, um, really. And so because every job and every place that I've been to, I've always been like underestimated as to what work that I can do. And I always surprise people by my work ethic. And so I was like, Liquid Era doesn't sound like a typical PR agency name. Mm -hmm. The colors, the colors are definitely more playful. So it, it you would say okay there's something surrounded by entertainment but to be like serious and like the font is not like regular cursive or nothing like that like nothing about it says PR agency like that um so that's what I wanted to go for and I continue to like attract people and want to work with people who may do traditional work like real estate um mm -hmm finances those type of things and if they want to go ahead and be like y'all want a brand shoot but i don't want to typically do or i want an event that's like an open house event but i don't want to typically have finger foods or be in front of a camera with my my hands cross over professional like right. we can define what pro professionalism is and as long as you have the work ethic it doesn't matter right so um that's what I've that's where I that's how I started Liquid Era and that's what I've been doing to as the steps to grow the agency. Right. So that's awesome. Thank you. So with all the different brands and companies and people that you've worked with throughout um, your years of experience, what would you say is the most rewarding part about what you do? Um, the most rewarding part is me proving to myself that I can do it when I get the results um, it feels really good it's like a high when I pitch to someone that uh, a publication that I wouldn't really I, I just shoot my shot and when I get it and it's like a high when they come back to my email and be like hey that's a good pitch um, yeah we're interested it feels really really good that I went above and beyond for the client they get more bang for their buck honestly um and that makes me feel really, really good. It, it rewards me because I'm helping people, but I'm also educating them. Usually the people that come towards like wanting PR, they don't really understand in full what PR is. Yeah. So when you have to like, when you're pitching and they come to you, they like, oh, I want, I want to be on ESPN. Or I want to be on Vogue magazine tomorrow. Right. You're like, oh, hold on. Right. <laughs> you don't even know how to do a full interview yet. <laughs> hold on. Um, so just going through that process and teaching them, they actually have a, a better idea of what to do. And they end up learning like, okay, actually I wasn't really prepared and I actually need to work on this actually. <laughs> um, and that's that's rewarding as well because now that helps other publicists in the game. Like if, if they finish their three months or six months with me and they feel like they want to work on personal things and then later on they'll try somebody else, they're not going to go to another publicist thinking they gonna get on Vogue or something tomorrow. They know that it takes work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's, that's really amazing to hear. Um, my next question here. So as you continue to grow into your uh, endeavor as a PR agency or communication agency, 
how how did you or how how do you right now um, figure out your pricing for your services? Because a lot of people and a lot of women, men, young adults who want to enter into this uh, field always have difficulties f- uh, pricing their services. How do you like not low blow yourself? How do you know? How do you put your worth into your pricing where it's just okay and reasonable for everybody and yourself? Oh, girl. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still growing through that. Like, I feel like no matter, I feel like no matter where you are in your journey, especially as a black woman, mm. like when you first get in, you're just like, oh, you know, we, we think of other people, black people in general, are very forgiving. We're very like giving in general. Yeah. In general. Oh, yeah. So we're like, oh, we thinking, of, we thinking of the other person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so off rip, we've already came into the game lowballs to be honest, because we're the underdog, we're underestimated regardless. So you're taking what little that you expect, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then you start adding up your bills. (laughs) You start adding up your bills and you're like, okay, this is how much I have to pay per month. But then also this is the goals that I want to reach. And this is the uh, penthouse or the apartment that, you know, you have to pay, that you want to pay for in the future. So I'm like, all right, this is the apartment that I want in the future. How much I have to make in order to pay that comfortably? I start adding that up. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. And we in inflation now? I'm like, all right. So um, at first, getting into my agency, I have uh, worked for free or worked for a little bit with like friends and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. after a while, I started like watching other people, like other uh, publicists, um, IG lives or what or I talk to other uh, like I think her name is Candace Nicole. Oh, I love she, her. I think <laughs> yes, I I, I I repost some of her things sometimes and or I'll watch um his name on IG is Freshy. I am Freshy. Mm-hmm. I know him too. Um, yes, I watch some of his lives. He be going in on people, child. <laughs> and one of the things that uh, he mentioned was like I don't charge anything under 3k and I was like very true and usually when I was working at Slip and Slide Records and we would like constantly be going through different publicists they would charge about 3.5 and up or so and it'll be three months minimum and I was like okay Denise like what can what can you do to get to that rate so after a while like when I started when I got my first client on my own um I did marketing and PR actually for like 2500 very low ball um and this is but this is like six months so I'm like all right let's see what I can do and test myself when I started like getting them like NPR podcast and all these different things and they're getting partnerships and um getting looked at from like Target and those type of things. I'm like, oh yeah, nah. I'm putting in I'm putting in a leg in more bag for their buck here. Like what? I was like, yeah, this is worth a lot. So now I start I can go up. I can raise my price for PR and separating from marketing as well. I can do that because I know what you're gonna get is worth it. Um sometimes also for pricing, you are gonna have to sometimes have to let some people down and be like look you can't afford me right now right but maybe we can do like a consultation you know um we could do a consultation you can like i can like you know keep up with you every month and make sure that you're on tracks i can also give you a marketing strategy or the plan 
and you can execute it and that's a separate price on its own but for me to take the time out to actually do pr work the proper way um or contract other people that's involved now photographers or videographer and those type of things i have to charge this amount um once they understand like the hours that you put it in and who you're contracting and stuff like that to make sure they're getting the best bang for their buck mm -hmm. you'll 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 be fine So there's always um, conversation around distinguishing marketing and PR. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think um, it's very different? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very different um, because I've worked doing only marketing and I've worked PR and obviously. And PR is a lot more pressure, mm -hmm. honestly, because you're depending on different factors multiple factors and it's a hit or miss depending on that story so um or even for the event so let's say like you're doing an event and you're event planning but you're also getting the press there something might happen at the last minute where a certain uh journalist can't make it at the last minute so now you're just like what the what the heck am i supposed to do you're supposed to mm -hmm. find have a point a point b c d whatever to make sure that that client is still getting more bang for their buck, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, whereas marketing, you're giving them, marketing works if you work, if you do the work, honestly. Um, you're giving them the plan to do step-by-step -step, like social media marketing or so of that nature or advertising. You're, give, you're using the tools that they give you. Right. So marketing doesn't work unless that client work. But for PR, you are, outreaching and going to different pub, uh, publications and trying to get the most for your um, for your client even if you do have a relationship with uh, with a publication that publication might still say no right. you know um, so it, it, it's more stressful definitely for mm -hmm. PR than marketing that's awesome and another uh, really crazy amazing thing I love about PR marketing it's the event side of it. Tell us a little bit about your uh, experience in uh, coordinating events. Oh, what can you tell our audience and people who want to enter this realm of event, event PR event planning, event planning, um, and then outsourcing your clients? What are some techniques and uh, steps have you taken to outsource clients? Because it's hard when you're uh, starting into this realm and trying to enter into the space, getting clients and building that trust with them is a little difficult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Expect the unexpected. Um, <laughs> <laughs> expect the unexpected because on that day of the event, something's gonna go down that you're just like, what the hell? Um, have, honestly, you should be, before you even try to get into event planning and those type of things, if that's something that you're interested in, I would say to start gearing up people that you can go to, that you can depend on um, to show up for you. Start building that connection. Um, you don't want to start planning an event or help or doing the event. And then you're just trying somebody new for the first time. And you can, but that's a risk. Mm -hmm. um, always have a plan B, C, D, E. <laughs> if something goes wrong, uh, you have to have foresight definitely because if something something will go wrong and you are going to have to be the point person to uh 
handle it. Also, if you're the event planner, you are not enjoying the event. You're not. You're you're running. You're ripping and running um, up and down. Uh, so know that as well. If you're trying to get in there just to be like, oh, I want to be at, I want to be in front of these cameras and you want to be the superstar, mm-hmm. it's not for you. Um, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I would say also when it comes to sponsorships, when it comes to sponsorships, make sure that your sponsorship deck is straight to the point. You give enough time for these brands to really give what they can give. Um, Don't hit them up last minute because you're going to miss a lot of opportunities in that sense. Um, So, yeah, that's some some, uh, ideas off the top of my head right now. Um, what would you say for someone who is well into the PR game, um, but just has those struggles of someone who is brand new to it, such as getting clients or keeping a steady income? To be honest, with me building my agency right now, even if, even though I have few years behind me it's still um some months where or a month or so that you will have maybe your down parts because as an entrepreneur you do have your down days or weeks or whatever um but i would say that get clear on what you can offer be honest with your services if you know that you can't do something um and you know somebody that that can do it better Go ahead and be like, hey, I don't know how to do this, but here's somebody else that can. Um, Don't be afraid of that. Also, I would go on LinkedIn, search up like um, looking for a publicist or hiring Mm -hmm. for like a contracted, contracted work, those type of things. Because some people, they don't really put up, you're not going to see it really on your timeline. But if you look it up, there's other people that like made a little post or whatever that didn't go too far um also upwork some freelance work is also up there um that wants pr but you got the, you have to really like look through those type of um what they want because some people they try to mix in pr and social media managing mm-hmm. or other things that and it's not the same right <laughs> it's not the same at all um so you got to be aware of that but um also utilize utilize your network around you Definitely. and start building your portfolio start uh building your portfolio so if there's other people that's just like oh okay well i can only pay you this amount like 300 or whatever for right now to do to do a little pr work you can start small and start with them and build them up or whatever right um but use that as a portfolio to use that as like a, okay here's some results because Nobody knows how much you got paid for it. They just seen the good results that you put in. Mm-hmm. So even though you got paid three hundred dollars for that person, you might do um, you might do a little uh, BTS and post that on your page and show the good work that you're getting from there and run some ads on it or like post it up on everything like uh, I say TikTok, YouTube Shorts, um, LinkedIn, and you never know who it's gonna attract. Right. And they might be like, okay, I want to work with you. And they might pay you $3,000. Um, reach out to people who are in different networks. Like, 
just the other day, I reached out to my my friend who is in the real estate construction area. And I was like, hey, if you know anybody in, um, you know, the Tampa, Florida area that is looking for to do like branding shoots or whatever, um, let me know. I want to do more of that within that spectrum. And she was like, I actually do have some people that want to do it. And I'm actually building my own construction company. And I need that. You don't know. So cold call, cold, hit, cold whatever, DM <laughs> and reach out to different people um every single day right and exhaust that yeah that's awesome and also and also if you want to um i see people i do this but content creation make it authentic and surrounding you show you doing the work and building from the ground up people like that what i do on my tiktok i break down brands so i break down like why the city girls are so popular why whoever like uh the marketing plan a little nas x why it was so successful those type of things and people really like that i ended up getting like eleven thousand followers on tiktok just from that alone and i have my link in my bio so people started like doing wanting to do consultations with me mm-hmm. yeah I, you just never know i've seen your vision you definitely break down those type of things really well Thank you. Thank you. You never know who's watching. And I also repurpose. I repurpose all of my TikToks to YouTube. And somehow, some way, I don't know, my YouTube starts getting like better views than TikTok. So the algorithm is the algorithm. Okay. But random people will see you and hit you up randomly and just want to probably like interview you or want a consultation. Just you don't know. Right. Mm. How do you how do you determine your consultation? How do you determine like how long are you gonna be consulting for? And what are some the frequent um, consultation ask? Like what do people ask for? Like what like what kind of questions do you get your consultation? And how do you prepare for those questions? So I do one hour consultations. I started off with like 30 minutes, but I realized that I'm too passionate and I talk too much <laughs> for just 30 minutes. So <laughs> one hour is good enough for me to understand help the help the client or potential client understand what they need usually when people come to you they don't really fully understand what they want they just have an idea so they'll be like hey i'm like launching a business but um i don't really know where i i don't really know like what font or branding identity that I want to do and I'll like start with okay well tell me about yourself because you want your brand to be authentic you want it to represent you so that you don't so that it doesn't get hard later on that you're coming up with something fake or whatever right um I start with that getting to know them make them feel comfortable they start telling me about things and then I'll be like all right well actually I start sparking ideas Mm -hmm. and then I start going off I'm like what if you was to do this instead and then I start thinking of um, other platforms that they haven't heard of that can help them, and they're like, "Oh, okay, true, true." Um, I don't know. First, I don't know. I, I I thank God for giving me this gift. But when people start talking to me about like what they're passionate about and what they want to do, for some reason, I can already tell what what you're good for, what what's good for you. Like, I can already tell in your mind if you really bought it or not. So if an artist comes to me and they like. Hey, I'm about to start. Uh, I'm about to put out an album or whatever, and I'd be like, "Okay, cool. So, what? Like, what's your goal? 
And if it's not a number goal, like I want to reach at least 5,000 followers or 5,000 listeners, or you just saying that I want to be, I want to meet Drake, or I want to be in the same, like, I already know where it's headed. And I have to bring it to reality. Um, so um, that's pretty much how my consultation goes. I get, I make sure I understand them, know what they need, help them understand the reality of what they're looking for and what they need, what PR, if they are looking for PR. Um, what PR entails, what marketing entails, what branding entails. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're looking for social media managing, I'm definitely telling them the difference of all of these things and breaking it down to them. Like, okay, this is what you need and this is how you're going to go about it. Um, if you're not prepared or ready to afford my services, here are some other free services or services that are in your budget that can help you out until you can. Or I'll lead them to certain people that I follow who drop a lot of gems like free opportunities um within the music industry or entertainment in general that you can enter or any uh i would say uh fundraisers or whatever to get you more money i i send that link to you as well Mm -hmm. and then after that after that consultation i'll send over an email with everything we spoke about even with the the gems that I gave you, the links, anything that I recommended you to, I send that over to you via email. And I ask for obviously like feedback to see like where I messed up at or if I could do anything better and then go from there. And I keep up with them also. I'm going to follow you on, on Instagram and see if you're actually doing what I told you to do. And if you have anything that you like, still like, oh, hey, D, like you don't have to pay me again for like an hour. Just send me an email and I'll be like, oh, cool. I'll check up on them from time to time. Right. Hmm. That's awesome. That is great. Okay, so social media, like your Instagram, how do you like know what what type of branding branded item do you put on your social media account? And how um what can you tell uh the audience and like potential clients you never know and uh just people who are curious on how like how to brand their social media. So decide if you want to have your personal page as your business page or if you want to um, have your business page separate. Mm-hmm. I have I have Liquid Hour Agency separate because eventually down the line, I don't want to be the face of my business. Yeah. Um, I want to keep that separate. Also, I know I have people that follow me from like, college and high school that follow me on my personal page and sometimes I don't want to post a bunch, a bunch of business stuff on my personal page I right. want to post up a picture at the beach in a swimsuit <laughs> like you know like I want to continue posting on my IG story regular jokes and be myself because that's who I am but at the same time my my thought process and my mission to root for the, for the underdog is mm-hmm. still is still prominent in my personal IG so I will post my my content creation stuff because that's under D Brady. But as far as like educating people on what PR is and my services and things that I have done, I'll post it on Liquid Era page um, and keep that mission going and keeping that lifestyle going. But right. separate that. Definitely. You- if you are. Yeah, if you are trying to have your social media page, the personal and the business together, um, just have everything cohesive. Um, still be authentic. Don't 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 think about what outsiders like your family or friends think about. 
you just post for your target audience. Right. Do you, mm, do you feel like with your personal page and business page separate, do you feel like with your personal page, you still have to maintain some type of image that represents your business? Mm. Um, because, because I'm authentically branding and marketing, it's nothing. I'm not, I'm not about to put anything out there crazy anyway, in general. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can post, um, me speaking about things that will still represent and back up my business at the same time. It's not, I don't really see it as me keeping up an image because my work ethic speaks for itself. So Mm. I'm going to, I'm a still, I could talk about, I could talk about Jamaican food. I could talk about whatever mm-hmm. and still do the work. So, yeah, um, it's not really like an image that I have to keep up because it's, it's me being me. I'm going to do the work regardless. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, that is all the questions that I have for you, Denise. Gabrielle, do you have anything else? No, um, Denise, it's been a pleasure and an honor. You you spill some secret gem out there because with running your own personal social media and the contents that you want to put out there, because listen, it's summertime around the corner, hot girl summer, <laughs> outside, <laughs> and just trying to figure out like, do I post? myself on vacation in bali in dubai having a ball with my friends why not but also Mm -hmm. turn that into turn that into some content too though you know what i'm saying like if i'm if i'm going to out of the country and i see you know a certain type of uh different type of culture I'm going to turn that into a branding content for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I'm going to go ahead and maybe interview some people or whatever and be like, oh, hey, like, um, this is your brand. Like, how did you come up with this? Or those type of things. I'm going to make it content for sure, for sure. Or I'm going to be I'm gonna be um, transparent and be like, hey, I needed this vacation because my mental health with being a solo entrepreneur or whatever is taking a toll on me sometimes, you know, and I'm going to give tips on what entrepreneurs should do um, and need and deserve while they're building their business. You can still have that while having fun at the same time. That is very true. Well, guys, you've heard it here. Turn your lifestyle into content to build your career as a content creator. And then also keeping business and pleasure on separate accounts because you don't want to intertwine both and get everybody confused <laughs> um once again i am gabrielle reese founder of women influence and it was an honor and a pleasure in interviewing denise today denise before Thank we you for leave me. tell the people how they can connect with you yes yeah, so you can follow me on on my personal page, if you want to follow me, it's underscore D-E-E Brady, like the football player Tom Brady. I don't think we've related, but <laughs> we might be. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, you can follow Liquid Error on IG as well. Or you can go on the website as well, www.theliquiderror.com or IG, the Liquid Error, L-I-Q-U-I-D. E-R-A, everybody in they different eras, girl. <laughs> and I swear I did not come up with this in this whole 
trend of different eras. I came up with this years ago. So don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely um you could check that out on the website and you can email me. My email is in the bio. Um and yeah, link is there, link tree is there for consultation or um email as well. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you guys have heard it. That's where you should find her through her link tree for some consultation. I'm very honored to post this and share with the audience. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.